You're listening to the Punisher Waterfowls, the Union 0430 podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Union 0430, episode 132. We've got Rocky Stockdale coming to us all the way from Arkansas, but I know all of you are wondering. I know the last episode, Ryan and, and, and Mark had said it was the worst episode ever. Don't watch it. And you know what? The reverse psychology worked because everybody watched that goddamn episode. It was awesome. And we got a lot of people commenting. And I know you're all wondering about our friend in Montana, my kindred spirit, the big Sid fan. He did write us back, Mark. He's not a Vikings fan, not a right. Packers fan. Not a, pack- not a Vikings fan. I'm okay. He oh, is. Fan. He's not a. He is a diehard Pittsburgh fan, no matter what. Phillies, Steelers, Steelers yeah. Penguins, you name it. He's a Pittsburgh fan. Steelers not bad. They're they're my second football team. So really, yeah. Hmm. Weird. Anyways, what can I say? I watch teams that win championships. Mm. Well, they call that bandwagon down here, I think. But yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, listen here, Rocky Stockdale, you've been fucking jumping on my and and chirping me a little bit about the Leafs lately too. So yeah, uh, I, guess, well, I mean, <laughs> bust balls when I can. <laughs> <laughs> you've been busting my balls about the Leafs for a little bit here, so uh, you know, it's good to see that the Leaf bashing is uh, international. Hundred percent. Everybody loves to hate the Leafs. Everybody loves to hate the Leafs. Um, I did want to get a quick shout out for the Toronto Sportsman Show that's happening on the 16th to the 19th of March. If you haven't heard me talk about it yet, we will be there. We're setting up the refuge. We're bringing in a bunch of our friends. Um, we're going to be there for the 16th, 17th, 18th, 19th. So four days. Um, we got some people talking. We got Stoger Canada, who's our big um benelli beretta distributor here in canada they're going to be there they're going to be talking brian mccray who is the canade the director of canadian no the director of government affairs in canada so brian mccray is going to come he's going to do some talking while he's at the uh at the show delta's setting up a big booth there so promises to be a great time and i'm really really hoping that everybody that's listening i know there's a pile of people that's south of the border that's not going to make the trip all the way up to toronto to come see us but i wish you would but everybody that's in and around the toronto area um that's within driving distance i certainly hope uh, a chance get a chance to see you shake your hand and have a chat with you and you can tell me all about this uh what you like and don't like about the show so that said it away rocky buddy thanks Thanks for coming on. Uh, thanks for sending a message and saying, "Hey, listen, we should uh, we should do an episode because, uh, yeah." Thanks. Man, I just I, I don't know. I just thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of do a a season recap. You know, see kind of what tactics worked, what didn't yeah. work. You know, you know, with some 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 good success stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and success stories don't always have to be what's called successful. Man, you can have success at, at failure you know learning yeah yeah so i I just thought it'd be good good to put it out there and i've I've seen uh, many people succeed at sucking so yeah (laughs) so rocky uh before we get into into that how was how was everything going with river rat decoy rigs so Uh, man it's ebb and flow dude it's it's just ebb and flow yeah good good well as long as you're happy that's all that matter matters right absolutely absolutely you know, um, what uh, one person judges as success may not uh, resonate for the other, right? And that that's the thing. People ask me, and I'm sure you probably say the same thing, and people ask me, you know, how's business? And I'm like, it's doing what it was supposed to do, you yep. know, um, right from right from the beginning. So um, would I love to be filthy rich? Absolutely. But I don't have the brain wave or, or the bandwidth and or the brain to, to keep up with the uh, the rigors of being uh, extremely successful in this world. So uh, we'll leave it at that. Um, so season-wise, how was your season? Man, we my son and I had 
an exceptional season. Um, we, we, man, we, we smashed them, uh, for, for what I consider West Arkansas. Um, I got to travel around a little bit, went to North Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, went to Kansas once Kansas and both Kansas and North Dakota was kind of a letdown. Uh, but it doesn't mean I'm not going back. Um, went, went down to Oklahoma, Oklahoma was a, was a beat down in two days. And then, uh, West Arkansas, I mean, we had, we had a couple of days that were just fire. I mean, just, we were standing out, we got done shooting. We were standing outside the blind and thousands of mallards were just dropping in. They oh didn't care. Oh my God. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. I mean, it was, you know, it's just something you don't get to see all the time. And, uh, it, it was just freaking awesome. Uh, I don't know if you did. You guys see that that picture I posted with all those those duck tracks in the sand? Yep. No, I didn't see yeah. it. No, I'll, I'll have to send it to you, Damien. Yeah. It was wild. I've never seen nothing in, in my life like that. It just really. Oh my gosh, dude! It was it was crazy. I mean, just all on this all along the sandbar, just duck tracks, duck tracks, duck tracks. It is incredible. You know, I. I had this note written down that I wanted to talk about and it, and it's, you know, meant to be a joke. Um, since we've been doing this show, we've, we've been educated. So myself, Mark, Phil, Dave, Ryan on the ge- geography of, of the States and, and where we think are, are big duck hunting States. And then we talk to somebody like somebody from California or Oregon or, or Washington state and, and, Wisconsin and, and Ohio and we're hearing about all these places and we always go back to the fact that we say man we always think you know we, we're thinking southern southern Missouri in the Kansas down in Arkansas Louisiana like those are the those are the states that you you typically think of as your big duck hunting and so the, the running joke has been ah we're doing we're doing the boys in Arkansas a favor we're we're putting some attention on the other states to to keep the people away from Arkansas. But, you know, when you're saying, and and I get it, it's probably, it's not happening every day, but at the end of a hunt to be cleaning up and to see, to see like a thousand mallards dropping into a hole, buddy, that's just gotta be insane to see. Yeah, it was pretty wild. So, so how the flyaway comes down, uh out of out of you know out of the dakotas and in nebraska kansas missouri um i speculate how how the birds kind of split up and run down into eastern central oklahoma and then they run down through central eastern arkansas my my personal feeling about that is is if you look at the topography how the how the boston mountain range sits um as it comes down into south missouri and then get into north arkansas that mountain range kind of sits right there. And I think the vast majority of those birds split off into, mm-hmm. into the, the previously mentioned geography of the, of the States. Yeah. Home state in, in, in uh, Oklahoma. So in order for West Arkansas to have um, a solid season without traveling too much, you know, we have to have spillover both from Oklahoma and, and Eastern Arkansas into West Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on top of that, I mean, you know, you guys know how it is. You got to have the weather along with that. And we yeah. just had, man, we just had a stretch of weather that was just perfect. I mean, it just blue skies filled with birds and cold. I mean, it was, it was, you couldn't, you couldn't ask for a better couple of days. So what was, so what, you know, what date like that? So that day when you're seeing those birds, you're, you're cleaning up. So what are we talking in November, December, when you're seeing that? That was right after Christmas, I believe it was. Yeah, yeah. So end December. Uh, yeah. So I mean, really and truly, we don't. Uh, a lot. A lot of people, you know, they 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 can't wait for that second and third split down here because that's when it starts to get right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the weather starts to get right. Um. So you know, that's not to say that the first split isn't fire because that opening weekend usually is, but then it really starts to kind of peter out. Uh, but then we get into that second split and we get started getting closer to January and it starts getting cold and that migration is really on. Are you guys so, done? Your season's over now though, right? 
Oh yeah, yeah. We yeah. we ended January thirty first, and then we had we had that youth veteran hunt. Okay. Uh, February fourth, which it was my son's last year on that youth hunt. Okay. Uh, it was sixteen in March, so I guess next year old dad will be by himself. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Just go, just walk right down to the recruiting office and sign him up, buddy. <laughs> we, he, you know, funny you mentioned that. I, I, he's kind of hinted around about that, but I, I think really? he kind of wants to go into. Uh, he wants to go into a little uh, welding. Uh, maybe, maybe go down that course and, and weld. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. He's got a bright future. My, I was uh, talking to my son the other day. Sorry, Mark. I was talking to my son the other day and and just chatting about. You know, um, and he's 13. Uh, he'll be 14 this summer. And talking about, you know, what are you going to do when you get out of school? He's adamant he's going to be a copper, right? Um, yeah. He wants to be a cop. But he said, but I've got three plans, Dad. And I said, oh, yeah. I said, what's that? He said, well, first plan is to be a cop. He said, if I can't be a cop, then I'm going to get a trade. And if I can't get it, and if I decide not to trade, then I'm going to join the Army. I said, well, let's just... Let's just knock the the third option right off the right out of there right now, and let's just stick with number one and number two for now. And uh, let's number see two being the better choice. <laughs> yeah. Oh, trades or if he wants, if your boy wants to be a welder, in the long run, that's a better option than going in the military. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I don't disagree, man. He he's got a bright future ahead of him. Uh, He's got big dreams. Sometimes he mentions wanting to uh, go to East Arkansas or we know some guys in Oklahoma, maybe get hooked up with, with uh, some dog trainers and being a bird boy and then yep. maybe move into getting on with some outfitters as, you know, is doing the grunt work and eventually working his way up to being a guide. But I mean, he's got, he's got passion for it. I can tell you that there's no doubt about it. So well, and and at a young age is the time to do it. Like if you're gonna do it, get Absolutely. in, get in young, and uh, have your fun. And hopefully, yep. you're uh, the owner of a of an outfit by the time you hit uh, 35 years old. So then you can leave it to the young bucks again, right? Yep, yep. No. I know, uh, like Anthony Anthony Smith, um, like his young fella, his young fellow guides up in alaska um i think he i think he in the summer he's guiding fishing somewhere and then he goes or he goes up to alaska guides the salmon fishing up in alaska and then comes down in the fall down continental state side and and uh and then he'll do the you know the birds and turkey and all that shit but um it's it's got to be a grind but it's a young man's game. So, you know what, uh, if he's got the passion for it, good for him. Uh, I wish I could do it, but there's no way I could. I'd last about, I'd, I'd, I'd last about a week, week and a half. That'd be it. Tops. You make it to the first split. Oh no, not at all. No way. No way, buddy. There's not a chance and not a chance in hell. I've, I've hunted with Merck. Um, me and Merck and Ryan have done like week long trips. I don't know, like day four, a eh, Merck. I'm usually like, boys, I'm sleeping in this morning. I I'm not doing the, night off or a day off. Yeah. I'll take, I'll take a day off just to sit back, relax. It's not that I oh. don't love it. It's just, it just <clears throat> beats on me so much. And, and, uh, I don't know, 20 years of sleeping in the dirt and, and playing silly bugger in the woods. I, I like my sleep now. I, yeah, I that, really, really do like my sleep. That, that was like us when, I, when I went out West afternoon nap every day. Oh yeah. Well, that, yeah, every gotta day have a, gotta have afternoon nap yeah. it's awesome now because my kids are my kids are older right like i've got a i've got a 16 year old and a 14 year old but i can remember when they were babies and toddlers i'd come home and you and if i thought i was having a nap yeah good luck because if first off i had to get permission from the wife to to have a nap because she'd been chasing the rugrats around for the last six hours um and then it was them climbing all over me and shit. So anyways. Yep. Anyways, that's it. Um, Mark. Uh, oh, Rocky, I wish you were on, man. You were eating dinner when we hit the, when I turned this on, eh? And, and Phil and, and Mark gets on. And we usually get on and we shoot the shit a little bit, talk about this or that before, you know, the guest comes on or, or whatever. 
buddy. Well, you walked in. Actually, you joined as we were talking about it. You should have heard the two of them going on about chainsaws. <laughs> Holy <laughs> fuck. It was like, well, I got a 467 fucking Mark II with a 28-inch blade and all this stuff. And and Mark's like, yeah, Mark and Mark and Phil, like Damien has no idea what we're talking about. I was like, no, I got us. I don't even know. I got us. I bought a saw off Mark. Um, That's all all he knows. That's all I know. I know it's a still saw. I know it's a powerful saw. It's a pro saw. Um, But other than that, I have no idea what it is. I know when I want to cut something down, it cuts it down good. But the two of them going, well, what is it? That, oh, that's a 50cc. And, and then there's all this. I wish you could have been here because they were geeking out over chainsaws. Pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Got to do something where you ain't shooting ducks. Ah, uh, fair. Right, right, right. Trees ain't going to cut themselves. <laughs> nope. well, true, true. Yep. Wood ain't going to split itself. No. That's right. Um, no. so have you been noticing? So first off, I want to know because any video I have seen of the avian flu, anything I've seen online, it's all coming out of the same. I've, I've yet to see a bird in Canada with it. Now I'm not saying fucking chill out everybody. I'm not saying the States is like fucking patient zero or something like that. But I haven't seen any bird. I haven't seen any video at a Canada of a bird with the avian flu yet. Have you come across anything down in your neck of the woods? Have you heard anything about it? Because all I've seen is like is in 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 the Dakotas and that that part of the world. I haven't seen anything north of the border or like in the south. We uh, I got to talk now with a buddy of mine that uh, he hunts over in Oklahoma quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and he knows the game wardens well, which I would assume that I guess some of the game and fish folks are biologists also. Uh, so the biologist talking with the game wardens and then the game warden talking with my buddy, I guess there was somewhere around um, 60% of the birds that they tested on this body of water in Oklahoma had avian, had, had the flu. Um, and they found it, they found it mostly in teal. Um, and then I, I saw somewhere where, uh, it was cross, it was crossing species. Uh, I think I read an article, something about a whale got, got, had, had the avian flu. Really? Yeah. Follow the goal, I guess. Yeah. Swallow, yeah. Swallowing, swallowing a, you know, a yeah. gull or a sea duck or something. <laughs> wow. So. I seen the last video I seen, and I know, I know Sean Weaver put up a picture and I, and I don't know where it is now. If I, I forget, but he had put up a picture of a body of water and uh, a bunch of ducks had frozen in, in, in the lake. Right. But they had all, they had all perished to the avian flu. And then they got, then they got frozen into the lake. But the latest video I seen, I can't remember who posted it. Um, and it may have been Sean Weaver again, actually. Um, but it was a Canada goose. And buddy, I'm gonna tell you, it's fucking heartbreaking to watch it. Yep. Like it yep. is not, it is not a good time to watch that, man. Like this goose was, yeah, I I I didn't enjoy it at all. I didn't enjoy watching that at all. Um, but I'm just I'm curious because at the beginning of the season, remember all that there was all that back and forth. Well, if you're, if you're in Canada hunting, you can't bring anything back across the border into the States. And then they changed it. And then there was still a lot of people that were concerned. Well, what's going on with the avian bird flu? Is is it going to be a big thing? Um, It it affected some banding in some places here in Canada, the the private, the private duck clubs and stuff. um, They weren't allowed to have their bait piles out. So that was, in Ontario, anyways, right, Phil? I'm not sure if that was straight across oh. Canada, but in Ontario, the bait there was piles... no, no bait permits being yeah. issued. So yeah, something they did here was uh, up in the valley. They have uh, a chicken farm, mm-hmm. and, uh, chicken processing, and yep. they uh, they feed the bald eagles every year in the winter. So okay. they throw out chickens and parts yeah, of chickens carcasses, carcasses and shit yeah. and uh, they feed them every year this year they didn't 
and I don't live near the valley, and I haven't seen so many bald eagles in my life as what I've seen this this winter. So I guess they're spread out everywhere, trying to look for food elsewhere. Trying to look for food because there will be hundreds and hundreds of bald eagles up in really? the valley. Yeah, when this when they're feeding them, there's so many bald eagles up there. Huh. I saw I saw a picture. Uh, some friends of a friend they had a chicken house. Uh, I, don't, I can't remember how many houses, but there was just a massive pile of chickens just piled up dead and uh the baby flu was in that wow so, yeah but you but like down in your end like you never heard nothing about it it wasn't a big big concern no, aside from that aside from that uh, talking to my buddy with with that oklahoma water yeah. uh i mean it it was discussed on the social media pages right uh you know how to handle your meat and you know when you're processing it and cooking it uh, but aside from that, man, I, I didn't really hear much of anything, uh, come from it. So I do okay. know, I do know that the game of fish over in Oklahoma had talked about like three different options, of, you know, canceling the season, you know, next year to, you know, reducing bag limits. And I, I don't know, it, it just various options, but I don't, I don't think any of that came to fruition or will come to fruition. Yeah. I, I think, uh, you know, when it comes to the biologists and, and those people that make a lot more money than what I do, um, it's got to be a scary thing for them to try. Well, now we got to try and get this under control. And how do we do it with the least amount of impact that's going to piss people off? Right. Um, so, yeah, man, that that's uh, shit. It, I it's. I guess what I'm getting at in, in all this is that I thought it was going to be a much bigger deal than what it planned panned out to be. I thought the avian flu was going to be a lot more prevalent, um, cause a lot more issues than what I've seen now. I'm, I'm not into the biologist pages or, or following all that stuff all the time, but I do keep a pretty good eye on social media and, and watching the videos and I haven't seen a ton of it. So, um, it's it's good or or people are just not showing it but i i would think that if it was an issue you it, social media would be flooded especially the pages that we all follow absolutely um shit i lost my train of thought there was something talk amongst yourselves i'm a little verklempt um yeah you remember these words i can understand you remember remember that uh remember that skit from saturday night live Talk amongst yourself, Mike Myers. No, no. there's so many. Well, Mike Myers would dress as this uh, this uh, Jewish woman with a talk show in New York, and she'd lose her train of thought, and then she'd be like, "Talk, talk amongst yourself." I'm a little verklempt, and and anyways, it was a good skit. Um, but I digress. I digress. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's what it was. I wanted to give you. I wanted to get a chance. Um, I didn't get an opportunity to use it. And you were talking about tactics earlier. I didn't get a chance to use it to its full capacity this year. But the animator, I know you you got in on the on the Kickstarter the same as I did. Um, yeah. I I tried to set it up a couple of days. I just didn't have birds. Um, so there, I really had nothing to, to test it on. Um, but I, I, I'm curious to know, because I, I do know that you got in on it. What was your thoughts on it? Well, first of all, let me say, let me give a shout out to George with, yeah. with uh, Bluebird. Uh, man, I put my equipment through the ringer and, and George kept me in the game with my with my gear um, with with various problems. Uh, yeah. George was always quick to to hit me back up. We would FaceTime, you know, talk about this and that. <clears throat> my case opening weekend froze shut, so I broke into my case because I wanted to use it. Yeah. So my case is it's got that gear tie stuff keeping it closed. Um, <laughs> so yeah, man, I just want to just a shout out to George George Parker over at Bluebird Waterfowl, man. That if you guys if you guys don't have an animator, uh, everybody listening, hit that dude up because uh, it, it's like any other equipment. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta fine tune it. You gotta figure out when to use it, when not to use it. Yeah. Uh, what's working? What's not working? <laughs> so, 
uh man opening weekend we we had birds just dive bomb right on top of that thing i mean it just was stupid really uh, oh yeah it, it just sucked them right in uh I tried, I tried different tactics, moving, moving the spinners into the timber with, without the wings on and just getting the sound. Yeah. Um, I tried, I tried leaving the spinners in the spread, but close to the water without the wings. Uh, I tried different combinations, cups down. Uh, so it just, you, you just got to play with it. Um, yeah. you know, what worked this season may not work next year, but, but we went, we went through a lot of different options, uh, with that stuff, but yeah that that animator is, is legit um, really eh yeah yeah 100 percent. i uh i was trying to do up some some video for them um and i just couldn't so i didn't have the birds to, to test it on but i've got a little a little pond i guess behind my house uh that i was going to try and keep open for late season and i'm like I wonder if I set up two animators and let them run overnight, would it, would it move the water enough so that it wouldn't freeze? Um, and it did on the like minus one, minus two nights. But when she got, when she got down minus 10, yeah, yeah. there was, there was yeah. nothing that, because it's not moving that much water, but the cool thing, yeah, but the cool thing was was that it did, uh, it did stop it from freezing. So overnight, uh, would it work? No, but we've all been out hunting during the day when you know you you break your water and then it freezes as as the day goes on. And this, I bet you, um, if if you use that animate for anything else, even if it's not working for the birds, um. It'll keep, keep the, the water. Open. It'll keep the hole open. One hundred percent. It will. Uh, yeah. I had two of them. I had two of them set up, and it kept. Yeah, it, it worked well. But you're right. There is a there is a little bit of of. I don't want to say a learning curve because it's not that it's it's complicated to to figure out. It's just you're you just want to fiddle with your your your. Spl I call it the splash plate, but um, yeah. you just got to you know, fine tune the, the depth of, on, on your rod that you want it hitting the water and, and making that sound. But everything I've heard, I've heard fellas are, are super, are super happy with it. And, um, I remember talking to George and his biggest thing was that he wanted to be good to his customers. And that is the one thing that resonates across the board is that nobody's got any complaints when it comes to dealing with George. Person. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I ran the entire season without a jerk rig and, and I'm not saying jerk rigs aren't going anywhere because they're, they're a vital part of hunting. Mm -hmm. But last season, my dog got in the jerk rig twice, was never in peril. Um, yeah. but I could see how a jerk rig would, I don't know, yeah. for lack of better words, be a dangerous situation. Yeah. So I just, I, I wanted to run the entire season without a jerk rig, just, just to see. Yeah. Um, and I mean, we, we were pretty successful. Um, so that's, you know, it kind of, I was excited to get that animator just to get motion on the water. Um, uh, you know, just along with the various other things. And, and we, we, <laughs> we ran the entire season without a jerk rig and, and was, did, did wonderful. So, um, may run a jerk rig next year because the animators, you know, the birds are learning it and yeah. have to go back to jerk rig, but you know, it is what it is. Well, so. it's more, you know, we've talked about it many a times that it, it's just another tool, right? Is it going to work every day, every single time? No, uh, it's the chances are that it's not. Um, but you just got to keep fiddling with it. That that's the, <clears throat> one of the things when it comes to duck hunting, what work one day may not work the next uh, and what i love and i'll always go back to this story is is the day that phil mark and i had, had went out goose hunting and we roll up every the three of us each one of us had our own different well we should set it up like this well put the put the silhouettes like this well let's put the the blinds like this every all three of us had our own different thing everybody's got their own idea 
Um, so to say that one thing is is the be all end all, um, in this in this crazy passion uh, is not the case. There's a couple of things you got to pay attention to, but for the most part, yep. You know, got to watch them birds, man. See what they're what they're responding to, what they're not responding to. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know, Mark, man. Do you think we're going to be able to, you know, we're, we're talking about Phil. Phil's not allowed to come with us this year because he done or, or next season because he done too much traveling this year. Um, yep. But, but uh, we're trying to, we're trying to line up and, and I'm throwing it out to everybody now because if I can make this trip three and four weeks long, I will. Um, <laughs> but so, the plan now is that we're going to head to Saskatchewan. We're going to hunt in Saskatchewan um, mid November, then uh, come down probably down through the Dakotas, um, Minnesota, hopefully hit Kansas with, uh, with Bobby, uh, with Bobby Hayes. And you know what, if we're in Kansas, it's just as well to slip on down to Arkansas. Cause you know, you're right there. Right. You know, so so when are your dates to Saskatchewan into the Dakotas? Do you know? Yeah, I think it's going to be like the middle of November, the mid to late November. So we're looking at November 11th to the 19th. I got to work that out with my sweetheart because the 11th and 12th is is deer opener. Uh, yes. So that uh, we may have to leave Monday. Uh, so that being said, if you guys are coming down through the Dakotas about the time that I'm up there. Oh, that'd be, that'd be even, that'd be even better. Yeah. Whether we hunt together or not, at least go grab a, grab some lunch or some dinner or something. Totally hunt together. That's the whole point of, that's the whole point of going is that we get a chance to, to meet up with the people that we have on the show and actually, you know, have a hunt that that's, that's the entire goal. And, uh, I don't know, Mark, could could be an epic trip buddy if we can make it all work but we're what we've got some pretty lofty goals but if we can if we can pull it all together it's going to be and then phil is going to be left off to the side going yeah he's gonna be doing the ontario thing yeah he's just gonna be he's gonna be rotted and then he'll be like he'll be like okay i'm good for next year i'm good for next year um well two 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 big trips in one season yeah pushing my luck yeah, yeah, no, and you did. You oh. done two two big trips, um, uh, bucket list trips at that. Yeah, fair, yeah. fair. Did you get into Arkansas, Phil, when you were hunting? That that's actually where we hunted. Okay, so you slept in Missouri, but hunted in Arkansas. Yeah, like okay on, on the border. Okay. Like I think I think we we like we may have actually been in Arkansas and actually dropped birds into Missouri. Oh really? Yeah, that's crazy. Right, right on the border. That's cool. Yeah, it was, it was a blast. I don't know actually, why. I, I actually, think... I actually got my stamp in the mail yesterday. Your so stamp. That that's actually a good question. So let's say, let's say we're I'm hunting the Canadian border and a yeah. bird falls on the Canadian side. Is recovery of that okay? No one sees it. You know what? Um. So I thought I read something uh, last year. So it had to do, it wasn't last year. It was the year before. And it was when COVID was on the go. And I think at the time, because of the border crossing and all of that bullshit that was going on with, with crossing over into Canada from the States, I think the, like, the fish and game people, I think they were sort of kind of mandated to pay a little bit extra attention to say an American hunter uh, on the great lakes and then coming across to pick up birds. But ordinarily, I don't think it's like, if, if you're going in like five kilometers, I think that's a big deal. But if you're just, you know, if it, if it was a bird that sailed on you, and yeah. you you literally shot it in America, and and then it sailed into the state. I in the Canada. I don't think it's a big deal, but let's see. Let's see what what Mark's bringing up here. Oh, show and tell. Let me yeah. readjust here. Okay. It didn't come up. 
Yeah. So while you figure that out. Uh oh. So what's that, That's Phil? That oh. is my Ar- Arkansas stamp. Oh, cool. Ah, nice. That'd be cool. Are yeah. you gonna make? Are you gonna make like a? <laughs> Just you see Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> nice flex, Rocky. Right. <laughs> hey, those are all my stamps I've collected. I told my son, I said, when you start buying your stamps, save them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wish, if you throw them away, you'll wish you hadn't. Well, I got a whole piss ton Ooh, of like, look at the Chinooks. Canadian ones. Look at the I Chinooks. Can. Oh, you see that? Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. So you better ha- you better hide those that that porn shit that you got because I can see your your home screen right now. <laughs> okay, so do you do you see this over here? Do you I see can the map see, now? Yeah, I can see the map okay. now. Yeah. Good enough. All right, so there's North Dakota. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And up above that is uh, Manitoba. Yeah. And Saskatchewan. Yeah. So if we zoom in on the border get, here, get, getting fucking dizzy here. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have a fucking seizure here now in a second. Right? We'll smell burnt Let's just toast. Zoom in on the border here. So look, here's the border. Yeah, <laughs> it's a fence line. There's no, there's nothing. No, there's nothing yeah. there. Yeah, it's just an imaginary line. Far that, so if, absolutely. If you're hunting here in this area. Yeah, you have decoys set up here, and the birds come in, and you. Sky blast for better better uh, definition, and it sails and lands right here. Who's going to catch you? Look, there is right. nothing. <laughs> right, but but and that's fine for an area there. So in the pothole region where it's just vast land, uh, vast farmland um, fields at one hundred percent. Because I think I think there's some common sense that comes along with patrolling that area of the world. Look at um, the water though. I know. Like when you zoom out. Just run across waving your passport. Yeah. But yeah, I don't th- I don't think anybody would I like I honestly don't think anybody would care. Uh, now, I would now <laughs> if you were hunting the St. Lawrence River here oh, where boats yeah, on you in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think I think in my area, um, it would be a lot harder to pull that off just because um, you know, the I don't know what what's the St. Lawrence River width wise here. Maybe maybe eight nine hundred meters, maybe where? like where I am. Not even that far. Not even that. Where wide. you are, it's, it's the, the width of that end of Lake Ontario. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean, right? So like it's a lot wider than eight or nine hundred meters. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. The bridge, the bridge that crosses over to St. Lawrence to go into New York, where I cross. Yeah, I'm talking into... about where you actually are. Oh no, no, no! I'm talking about like on the St. Lawrence. This I'm I'm on Lake Ontario, but on okay. on on the St. Lawrence, like six seven hundred meters, man. That's it. Well, here I'll tell you at Rockport. So like you could be sitting, like you could be sitting on shore, stateside or oh, Canadian she, side, and shoot. Four, four kilometers wide at Rockport. Yeah, it's two kilometers wide where you are talking, Danny. Yeah? Yeah. I wouldn't have thought it was that wide. No way would I. But, um, but yeah, like, I think in my area, it would be hard to, it would be hard to, to hide that. Um, but when you're talking the Dakotas and Saskatchewan and, and that area, I don't yeah. think, I think, I think that's probably a very common occurrence out, out there. So I wonder what I guess you could just hunt Canada and not have to worry about being in trouble, so to speak. Uh I, I don't I don't know if you could well I guess it all depends on on who owns the land, right? So if it's a farmer's field, like if it's a farmer's field and you've got permission. Yeah. I, well, I I'm I'm sure there's Americans that, that have friends that are Canadian farmers and they literally just walk over that imaginary line and, and hunt in the farmer's field. I'm sure of it. Right. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're not, but in any way condoning running back and forth. <laughs> yeah. 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 So suck disclaimer, it. Don't I, try and get I, me in trouble. There, Mark. Disclaimer here. Disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Don't be I, trying I, to get I, me in shit. Yeah. I heard, I heard it's only illegal. Punisher, if you get caught. Said it was okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Yeah, famous last words. Oh, these these experts. These remember what I always say. We never pretend to be experts. <laughs> but but I uh, I'm sorry, Phil. I know you got a point to make. Um, but I think the people that are patrolling, so the the fishing game wardens, both stateside and the Canadian side. I think there's a level of common sense that that comes with patrolling that that part of the world. And whoa. Whoa, sunshine! You Why? you you backed the truck up. What? You said common sense. You oh no, buddy! Sense. Like I caught, I caught it too, Philly. I caught it too. You caught. You said common sense. Whoa! <laughs> no, I I seriously I seriously think that I think it's something that happens more than more than we realize. And in the grand scheme of things, if somebody is is in Canada and shooting birds and it sails into the states. And you walk over the imaginary line to pick it up. Um, in the grand scheme of things, I think that's the least of of a warden's um, concern. I mean, it's just a, a sense of morality or ethics, you know. Just yeah, go get the game, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What were you going to say, Philly? We kept cutting you. Up. There was a couple I, times I, they were cut I you heard, off. I heard it's only illegal if you get caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Famous last pretty words. much. So, yeah. so, What's so going to happen the somewhere. first time? They're going to send you home, right? <laughs> Yeah, don't do that anymore. It's never a war crime the first time. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, this episode of the Union 0430 is brought to you by, I don't know how to say it, but it's Nicaraguan Fl- rum. Florida Canna. And it is fucking delicious, I got to yeah. tell you. I just had my, I had a buddy that went down to Mexico and he brought me back because I was looking after his cats. So but how is it straight though? Good. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, it's it's smooth. It's nice. It's. Uh, I have to try that. I also have to try some Blantons if I can ever find it. It is. It is nice. But. Uh, but yeah. Hey, Daniel, so, I was gonna. Yeah. I was gonna throw this. I was gonna throw this out at you. Wow. If you rock that. If you rock that mullet that you had a couple weeks ago. For the upcoming 23-24 season. The flow the whole season. Yeah. I'll 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 get you a dozen decoy rigs up there after season. Done. Deal. On me. On me. Deal. Let it ride. Yeah. But you gotta rock you gotta rock that mullet all, the, uh, the whole season. The so, whole season. So okay, you gotta get me a picture of what you're talking about to send me. So oh. a picture that I like did you is there a picture of me? A mullet. Yeah, remember, remember when I when I I busted your balls about it, and then I was like, you need to rock, you need to one hundred percent rock that, and then you, I think your wife made a comment. Oh, about the it mustache. Oh yeah, yeah, it was the stash, but I was yeah. like, you need to grow a mullet. Oh, the, the mullet. You know the mullet is. Yeah, no, no, no. I know, but I know what a mullet is. Party in the back. I yeah, thought, yeah, it was the stash, but but I, I told you, I said Ooh, you need to grow. I don't a know the stash, buddy. That when I fucking uh, when I so. I got ready to go to a Masonic meeting that night. So I was home alone. It was just, no, my son was home. The two girls were gone. My wife and my daughter weren't home. So I was going to a Masonic meeting. I in shower, got my suit, everything on. And I come out and I had the mustache, you know, the Hulk Hogan, I call it. My son immediately was like, that is awesome. That's the best thing I've ever seen, right? Because he's a dude and, and he gets things like that. A big dirty but, handlebar. Yeah. When I come home that night and the wife seen it, oh boy. Trish, none too impressed. No. And she's pretty, you know, like she lets me do, she doesn't give me any grief, right? Like I can do whatever with the hair and, and I got the beard. She's not a fan of the beard, but you know, she lets it go. But when I, when I done that fucking mustache, she was not impressed whatsoever. And my daughter's like, yeah, and my daughter's like, you are not going anywhere with me with that thing on your face. So so it's like this. You know how we just had a, a conversation about common sense there a few minutes ago? Yeah. Trish, Trish has the common sense. Daniel yeah. does not. No, th- this is this is very true. Have you have you seen that? So my hair was a little bit longer during season. Have you seen those cuts where that's where it's buzzed here, but it's not like full mullet? I, skull I it. Skull it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Skull it. My wife, she she was cutting my hair, and uh, <laughs> I was like, "You have got 
to leave it like that for one day. Just let me go to work. She goes, you're not leaving this house looking like that. <laughs> that that's, that's the Hulk Hogan, the skull. Yeah, I would 100%. I would have wore a hat. With a do-rag on, right? I yeah, I would have 100% rocked it to work just for one day. <laughs> See, God love our wives, you know, because I know sometimes we think they're nags and, and they don't let us have fun. But in the grand scheme of things, they're looking out after us because we do some pretty stupid shit. I had a yes, buddy. Yes, we do. I got a, a an old sergeant one time that used to always say, it's amazing that we actually make it to manhood um, with all the stupid shit we do as boys and, and young men. It's amazing that we actually make it to manhood. And and yeah. it's, it's a very true statement. But um, I would like to... I would like to rock that thing and leave it for a whole season. It's just, I got to go to places sometimes where that just would not be. Just doesn't fly. <laughs> it just wouldn't, just wouldn't work. Yeah. No, no, the fucking mustache. Oh, the mullet. No, Fuck, no. buddy. I live in up here. There's uh-huh. more kids running around with mullets up here nowadays. It's yeah. crazy. We went to a Motley Crue concert back in August and there was dudes that must have been sitting in their parents' basements for fucking 30 years waiting for Motley Crue to come back out on tour so that they can come out of hiding because they were still wearing leopard print <clears throat> pants with the fucking mullets and, oh, and oh, buddy. Downtown Toronto, Philly, you wouldn't, it was, it was like straight out of 1985, dude. It was awesome. hair. Oh yeah, it was awesome. The women with fuck, there was women with big hair and dudes with like there was dudes Skinny that jeans. looked well, they hadn't they looked like they hadn't eaten in like fucking two weeks and they've been just pounding back Jack, Jack and Daniels Coke. for two <laughs> Jack Daniels and Coke for two weeks and leopard print pants. It just yeah, it was wild. I, I bet man. you there were some denim jackets. Uh no, because it was too hot. It was in August, right? No. Oh. But it was a lot of a lot of see-through mesh T-shirts with with spandex skin pants, jeans. yeah, spandex yeah. pants and and uh, and Lord. and snakeskin cowboy boots. It was awesome. <laughs> it was God, such it a good all. time. So just so during season, you things that you do or or you know whatever it is, you have business ventures or meetings. Can you rock uh, the mullet? Would be good. Oh yeah, the mullet would be good. No All problem right. with the mullet. Oh, so right. so we're changing it. We're gonna go well, straight no, mullet. Cause, cause, yeah, I mean, I I understand. You know, with with facial hair, you know, you got a clean cut or whatever it is you got to do. Oh, I know. think I can pull off a mullet for a full season. I think I don't think I go anywhere because I can still slick it back, or I can do something with the with product. Just, right? just for the love of Christ, don't do a man bun. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will lose lose all respect no yeah the ratings will plummet and you know yeah 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 the last thing we can't afford ratings to plummet on this show (laughs) no no we can't (laughs) we can't afford a bad episode on here (laughs) so we got a deal you rock rock the mullet rock the mullet from just all the way through the season and i'll get you i'll get you a dozen decoy rigs after the year's over yeah buddy full full 105 days bro yeah yeah easy peasy lemon squeezy no right, problem no, there. Done. done. I'll, I'll take. Well, yeah, we're yeah. gonna. You gotta. You gotta keep this in mind, Rocky, because we're totally gonna forget this, and then. Uh, I won't forget. No, no, I we know. We should you just won't. label this episode. Damien grows a mullet. Damien grows a mullet. This will be like our our notepad. There you go. Because otherwise, yeah. we're gonna forget. Yeah, big time, big time. Um, to get back in all seriousness and talk about some bird hunting, though. Rocky, what have you seen this year that you haven't seen in years past? So with regards to tactics um, and species of birds, because it seems like we're we're hearing more and more people talk about seeing, I, I always call them wonky birds, um, but birds that aren't normally in your area and then something just comes through and it's like, holy shit, um, I shot a cinnamon teal this morning. Um, have we you, had, uh, I mean, there was uh, right right towards the end of the year, uh, some buddies of mine they killed a a uh, mallard black duck hybrid. Uh, man, that was that was pretty cool to see. Uh, yeah, 
but I mean, you know, you get, you know, you get the, you know, you get those randoms. I mean, it's, it's freaks of nature to get pushed into a flyaway, but I mean, it's, we still see the same stuff over and over again. Yeah. Um, see, and that's so weird, eh? Because not that it's something that you see all the time, but, a but a mallard black duck hybrid is not a, is not an anomaly around here, right? Like that's, if you're going to get a, a hybrid around here, that's usually what it is. Um, gotcha. in, in fact, there is a theory around here that there are no true black ducks around here that every friggin' black duck you shoot around here is, is somewhat of a, a hybrid. Just a wee right? bit of mallard in it. Yeah. It's just a wee, th yeah. They, there's a theory around here that there's no true black duck. Like you got to get out like Merck's, Merck's side of the country before you start getting into what's considered a real black duck. Gotcha. Yeah, well, I shot a <clears throat> black duck mallard hybrid and it was banded. <laughs> oh, sick. Did you, what was, what was that that Ryan sent us yesterday? That was a pintail mallard. Yeah. Pinard. That was yep. nice. A beautiful bird. Yeah, it yeah, it no. was, man. Like the the bill had it had a a, a pintail bill, um, pintail sprig. Um, the the what what is it? What's the ones down on the wing? Is that the secondaries primaries. they call them? That's the primaries. So the primaries were pintail, but the head was was mallard. Had a little bit, just a little bit of the pin. Oh, fuck, it was a pretty bird. Pretty bird. Did you guys see? Did you guys see those bands on those uh, the uh, the cranes? They mm -hmm. were. Oh my gosh! Oh. These birds. These birds were thirty years old. Really? Jeez. Yeah. One was twenty eight. I think. I th don't quote me on the on the second one, but I'm pretty sure one was thirty years old, and the other one's I think twenty eight. It was like, wow. good gosh! I didn't know those birds that lived that long. <laughs> Man, I gotta. I gotta, I fucking die at, yeah, like, look at that, man. Yeah. So that, that's a stud. That is a stud, but like, look, look at a bill, the head, yeah, and then oh. the, the primaries, the next picture should be the primaries, I think. Look yeah. Back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. back. Look at the back. Yeah. yeah beautiful bird. Pretty bird. Yeah, There's pictures of it on the water here. With the Look at a sprig on oh. that. Yeah, <laughs> big curly sprig. Yeah, yeah, onto the wall you go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then there's a, and then there's a, there's a, a, a there's a bull, there's a bull right there. Look. Yeah, and a mallard, right? Yeah. All, mallards all around. Obviously. A whole bunch of greenheads hanging out with everything there. Wow. Yeah. See, like that to me, and and Rocky, that this is something that's probably you get to see, um, you get to see often. But for me, um, the opportunity to to stand by a tree in knee deep water, um, with my dog with me, and and to see those kinds of like that's that's a bucket list for me right there. To be like right. in that in that type of environment, standing in water kicking the water to get some motion and just watching those birds dump in through the canopies. That is, that is a dream hunt for me. Right you there. should do that with a 20 or a 28 gauge, Damien. I don't care what it is. I'll troll rocks Radio at them. For fuck's <laughs> well, I got a 20 gauge. Should get another one. I strongly encourage it. No more the merrier. No, I, uh, I got a gun. I got two. I got a twelve gauge and a twenty gauge now. That's one gun more than I need. Cool story, bro. You ever seen a golfer with just one club? No, don't need more than one. No, but I heard those work good on geese, though. <laughs> yeah, there there was a guy. There was a guy. Did you listen the to that Zinga. episode? Did you listen to that episode last week, Rocky, where we were talking I about? I haven't, no, I haven't caught <laughs> it yet. Oh, yeah, I got you, to. I got to. You, I got to catch up. Yeah, you got to listen to the, this idiot here in Canada that that went into a safari and, and killed a fucking couple hogs. And uh... you guys talked about that on that episode and I wasn't there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, you would love to film. Buddy. I, I, I could have talked the whole episode. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. So there's this, because it's such a cool story and now we got to tell you Rocky. So this guy who's, who's a, who's a, 
duck and goose outfitter um or a guide i, I not, don't think not he one did. of my friends by any means no he's nobody's friend from what i can gather <laughs> oh he sure as fuck don't like me trust yeah. me the, ca- the caveat to this is that guy was a shit show long before this story came along oh yeah, yeah big time long before anyway so one day he's out with his family at this park petting zoo, petting zoo. yeah i guess so this park and and I guess the elk that are there, like when you walk, when you drive in through the front gate, you can buy carrots to feed the elk because they'll come and you can just, they'll take them right out of your hand. Anyways, so he goes, sucks up the elk and everything, then comes back with his buddy at the night and shoots an elk and a couple wild hogs and stuffs them in his fucking minivan. <laughs> safari park that's what it is i was trying to look for the word anyways oh my gosh. yeah 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 so um so the, the the kicker to this is that so so on the in the ontario quebec um social media pages this went rampant right everybody oh. everybody knows who this guy is everybody knows he's a bit of an asshat um so everybody's talking about it and and telling him he's an idiot and all this stuff on all the forums and all the social media pages. Then last week, or no, it was probably about a month ago. Then a month ago, he puts a post on saying, Hey, I know you guys all know that I got into some trouble lately. Um, the lawyer, the lawyer fees are pretty expensive. So um, I, I need some help raising some money to pay for my lawyer fees. So I got some property for deer, if anybody wants to lease the property off me so I can get some money to pay the fuck. And everybody's just, they're just hammering on them. They're like, yeah. buddy, you are the dumbest fucking dude ever. And and now you want us, and and this isn't his own property. This is property that he's got permission on from some yeah. from some farmer or something. And he's and he's charging people to go use the property that he's got permission on. Like just oh, just just a bonehead, right? Just a bonehead. I like the post that I put up on the one page, but it got nuked pretty quick. Wow. I don't know if you guys Buddy, saw it that. Must been, it must have been bad because uh, I've seen some and uh, I've seen, seen Luke Scherter's Luke Scherter's destroys that guy every time he comes on and posts it a, something. It was a picture of uh, Steven Spielberg with the Triceratops. And oh, I, I posted on there. I'm like, oh, I, I went and recently did a hunt with this guy. You know, he's hard on his luck. You know, I shot this absolute trophy. And yeah, it lasts like half an hour. Yeah. One, one of the moderators nuked it. But uh, like I specifically sought out the Spielberg with the Triceratops photo for it. Oh, the Sp- oh yeah, yeah. I do know that. I did. Yeah, I did see that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it didn't, um, didn't go far, but. No. Boys, um, we're we're at around that 60-minute mark. And uh, as, as always, um, it's been a hockey sock full of topics that we've uh, we've discussed. We've been all over the place. I don't think we've uh, accomplished anything. Do we ever? We, well, some I think sometimes we accomplish oh, stuff. Oh, well, when when we had James on from Advanced Taxidermy, we actually managed to. <laughs> well, we 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 achieve some stuff. Sometimes we educate some people. Sometimes you hit the record um, button. That's already one step further. Yeah, yeah, fair, but. Uh, Rocky, as always, buddy, you're always welcome on. We love having you on and, and love get to shoot the shit with you. I didn't get to pick your brain enough, though, tonight because uh, we ended up going on on a few tangents. And and I did want to pick your brain a little bit more on hunting in Arkansas and stuff like that because, um, you know, I, I don't think Arkansas has been getting the love from the show uh, the last few months because uh, we've been going all over everywhere else in the States. It's crazy. It's crazy how many people from the states we have on the show and we hardly have anybody from canada on the show hmm. weird here's what it is well what you got well it's just um they don't call it on terrible for nothing well it, it, it and not not the uh, and it's not meant to insult anybody it's just um i can reach out to a duck hunter in the states and ask them hey do you want to come hang out on the show with us for an hour and shoot the shit and they're like yeah but if I do it to a Canadian, they're like, well, how many followers do you have? Oh, fuck. Not, and not how, very... how many of them are how many of them are paid for? <laughs> I yeah, well, zero paid for, um, which is why we don't have very many of them. Um, 
But it, it's like, it, it is the weirdest thing, dude. Like, I can reach out to almost anybody in the States, except for that one dude. Um, <laughs> remember that guy? Uh, I'll tell you his name offline, yeah, uh, Rocky. But uh, anyways, I reached out. He's a goose hunter down the States. And I reached out to him one time about coming on the show. And he's like, uh, how many views do you get? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, a couple hundred you know, uh, on a good day, the couple hundred. And he's like, Oh, I get a hundred thousand on mine. I'm like, that's for 30 seconds. That's a 30 second video you put on Instagram. You get a hundred thousand views. I'm talking about 200 views on an hour long show. And he was like, yeah. I'll come on, but I'm not promoting it. And I said, well, I then don't come on, buddy. Like if you're that big of a deal, um, we're probably going to piss you off because we're amateurs. So um, yeah. anyways, but it was funny. Man, I appreciate y'all having me on. I was, I threw that out there to you, you know, kind of midway through the season. If you guys want to talk about yeah. postseason stuff, you know, just a recap of what, what how the season went, how y'all did, and I know I know you're pretty excited about doing that. And you know, I reached out to you last week or over the weekend. Yeah. And I was happy to hop on, man. I just, you know, we've all connected now, you know, I, you know, so it just you guys get to see my kids and it's uh, it's, just, it's funny though, eh? Like never yeah. met all we've done is just talk on this show a few times and you know the odd message back and now we're ripping on one another for sports teams and and it's yeah. just you know again uh we've talked about it a hundred times on how you know a lot of people talk about how close-knit this this community is but then there's always that one asshat that makes it look bad for us that that but the majority of us are all just a bunch of people that just love hanging out and talking about shooting ducks and, and whatever it is, what works in one place, maybe it'll work in another. And you're just trying to get tips from one another. Um, it really is. It is heartwarming. And, and it's, you know, special to bring this up because, um, you know, today is Sean Stahl's birthday. And we did an episode with Sean a bunch of months ago. And, and that was the point that he had made. He was like, you know, we can be jerks to one another. Um, but there's no need to be jerks to one. another. I don't know why we are. I can understand if a dude is just an outright asshole, then, then you're a jerk to him. But I don't think there's any need for us to wake up in the morning to be a jerk. Um, if Hope somebody does. Canoe. Yeah. Uh, you know, so anyways, I'm stealing your thunder dear Rocky, uh, on your, on your exit message here. No, man, I just, like I said, it just, it's a joy to be here. It's a, it's a joy to meet people from, from all across the country, man. I may, I, I've got friends that never even met them, but we, we talk constantly, uh, yeah. you know, so it just, nah, it's just a community, you know, like none other, you know, so very true. Billy, Rocky, absolute pleasure again to have you on, and uh, can hopefully get you back on again, and maybe maybe we can streamline the show a little bit better, and we'll focus on like one <laughs> one thing, not like seventeen or whatever. But I, th- I sort of got, I sort of think that's our thing, though, Philly. I think, I think variety <laughs> is the spice of life. I think that's our thing. I think that's our thing, man. I think yeah, people uh, like the organized chaos. To be honest with you. Just discombobulated. <laughs> yeah, Mark. Uh, good seeing you, and Rocky. You uh, like? I'm I'm proud of myself. I stayed awake for this whole show, and not from anyone else's fault but my own. Because I've had a very active day. <laughs> I've been going all day. Air Force, right? Mm-hmm. No. Well, hopefully, work is not watching this, but I've been doing a lot of exercise today. Let's put it that way. At, at the <laughs> wing, four, at four the days, wing commander. Four. At the wing commanders watching this show, please send me a message and I will be sure to pass it on to Mark. Please. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Poor Dave, poor Dave. He's absent again. So well, yeah, it was Dark Cloud. Well, he he wrote me, he wrote me back. He said it's his internet, is is what the issue is. Um, but it's Dark Cloud, man. That that it, it's oh wait, no, he did I don't know if these were uh, yeah his internet is all kinds of wonky so that's that's how come he couldn't he couldn't get on he tried to join it said that he was in the waiting room but that is what it is it is what it is um rocky buddy thanks again for coming on thanks for reaching out um 
last week and saying, hey, listen, we should do this. And and I agree. Uh, I love the idea of you coming on, talking about your season, doing sort of a wrap up, but we didn't really wrap up. Um, so maybe you're going to have to come on again and we'll we'll do a proper wrap up. Um, but thanks, buddy. Uh, I really do mean it. And I and I speak on behalf of all the boys when I say it is it is truly humbling to know that good people like yourself reach out to us and you want to come on and hang out with us for an hour because we really don't know what we're doing. Um, you know, I'm, I'm drunk most of the time. Um, <laughs> Philly, Philly is just looking, yeah, Philly's just looking for any opportunity where he can talk about a 20 and a 28 gauge gun. And Merck comes on just to make sure that we, we don't go down any political rabbit holes um, yeah, just to right. keep <laughs> just to keep us on the straight and narrow. So, buddy, I we really do appreciate it. We we appreciate the friendship, and uh, we look forward to having you back on the show again, buddy. Uh, and, and I mean that with with the most sincerity that I can. Everybody, this was episode one thirty two of the Union Zero Four Thirty. We are not experts. Anything that's said in this podcast will not help you out in court. Just so you know. You are not getting off with whatever it is you've done by quoting anything that comes out of our mouth, just so that you're aware. And you'll Big never love. find this channel again. <laughs> <laughs> Big love, everybody. Until next time. Oh, oh what a dick move. Oh, keep calm and fuck the maple. Oh. <laughs>